2: And, Joe, just another reminder, we do have heat tickets to go uh, check out that uh, that red-hot product we saw last night. Uh, yeah. December Which, 18th. Okay, December 18th. It's the Wolves.
0: Yeah. They got a good team, too. They're fun to watch. Are they good?
2: they having a good year? The Wolves? Yeah. Uh, they got Anthony Edwards who's no, good. No, no, I know they, they, they got, got a good team. Is Anthony? their record
0: good? I don't know. I don't know why I look at the standings early in the year. It really doesn't mean anything. I look at Golden State and... Now the Draymond Green drama out there. When does Steph Curry just go? And I know Steph Curry is so loyal to Draymond because they won championships together. Something's
2: wrong with Draymond, man. Draymond's a, a little off right now. Like what's off though? Like I this whole like he needs to go to counseling thing is really stupid. What do you mean? He, he's a dirty Everybody, basketball player. Like he's not so the first one, he won't be the last one. Would he? And like everybody's he needs going, to go to counseling because Woody, I mean, like, everybody's What like we going doing here? Everybody
0: goes to counseling now.
2: Yeah, I no no I understand that, and and I'm, it's fine that he goes. Like I, I'm not saying I'm not against it, but like the league is going to mandate that he goes to what was it anger management.
0: We'll find out. That's what,
2: what he's got to do so he can play again. Like suspend the guy for 20 games for being a goon, and move on. I think they're getting tired of that, and second of all, I think they're worried he's going to hurt somebody. Like, with these stupid things he's doing. Uh, I'm guessing he hurt the guy. He punched it across the face, uh, Yusuf Nurkic. I'm guessing that didn't feel great. I, I mean, look, like, they're showing it right now. Like, you can't tell me that's not no, intentional. No,
0: that, no, no, that was.
2: Like, that, be a man and admit that you hit the guy. Like, don't come out afterwards and say, oh, I was flailing to draw a foul. I mean, you turn around no, and whacked him across yeah. the
0: face. I don't know. That doesn't look. Uh, I don't think anybody, even his best friends, are going, Okay. No one's buying that that yeah. was. Even choking the guy to get him off like put him in a chokehold for. <laughs> I mean.
2: The Timberwolves by the way are 17-5 they're the best team in the Western Conference. How about that? Boy, those tickets seem better. So there you go. There you go.
0: <laughs> see, what do you looked it
2: up? Damn, there <laughs> you have it. Like it. I wanted to make sure we uh, we had that for you.
0: We uh we have a lot of stuff. Matter of fact, Adam Beasley is going to join us from Pro Football Network and talk to to Bees a little bit uh, about trying to get over what just happened and uh, moving ahead and and not having some kind of hangover or dark cloud over this team on Sunday against the Jets. And, and by the way, whoever you have to play with, if you get some bad news, and you're prob- there could be, there could be some bad news sometime Sunday before 1 o'clock on who's playing and who's not playing because it happens every week. Happens every week. There's one or two guys and you go, ooh, I didn't realize he wasn't going to play. I mean, it happens every week where the coach goes, let's let's wait one more week. So hopefully for two guys that you can get back for sure, and that's Tyreek Hill and Teron Armstead, who you could really, really use, especially being shorthanded on this offensive line. I'm curious to see what's going to happen at center. Is it going to be Eichenberg? He said he's now a a little banged up, too. Um, And you're playing against a really good defense, which everybody knows that the Jets have a good defense. Are we looking at one of those games? Somebody asked me last night, are we looking at one of those games we saw at the end of last year was a field goal? Dolphins uh, won like a low, low low-scoring field goal game. Uh, I don't care how they win. I just want to get to 10. I don't care how we win. I just want to get to 10. 10 would be a real nice number. 10-4, man. 10-4 with three to go. Uh, And so we'll see how this team bounces back. But I can tell you this. Nobody cares about your injuries. Nobody cares. Nobody's going to the game going, well, this is what, you know, they got three guys out and this guy's not playing. And like, hey, man, everybody else has had it. We're just getting hit with it a little bit right now. And uh, nobody's going to care. Nobody's going to care what happened last game. Uh, you're coming in. You just heard the news. Zach Wilson is the uh, AFC Offensive Player of the Week. Had his best game as a pro after being benched about 14 times in their 30-6 to win. He was AFC Offensive Player of the Week. 27-36, 300 yards, two touchdowns, zero interceptions, and if you didn't know, more specifically, he throws a lot and hands the ball off a lot to Brees Hall and likes to throw out wide to Garrett Wilson, who had 14 targets in the last game. Throw to their tight ends. The tight ends, the two tight ends, had seven for 94. And there's where you have it. And the reason I bring that up, because Vic Fangio knows all those numbers too and knows they got to get a pass rush this week on the Jets. Wasn't good enough last week, and, uh, and hopefully – They get more there. Uh, They signed a couple of centers yesterday. I don't know how to read into this. Jonathan Harrison to the active roster and Matt Skura to uh, the practice squad. So, in the same day, signed uh, two. Could do that right away because Connor Williams on the IR. And uh, that can change. They could literally be be doing a tryout with both these guys to see who looks the best and who's the closest to being ready. And I could see Matt Skura moving up to – to the team, if they need him this week, as a, as a backup center or even starting center, if you've got uh, the injury bug up there, so it's a crazy time, man. But hey, well, this goes back to the old fifty-three man roster, right at the bottom of it. Everybody goes, it sucks. I don't want to watch those guys play. Now you know why you got to figure out who the best guys are from that forty to fifty-three spot because uh, you need those guys to play. So you don't have, like, stupid drop-off at all these positions when you lose somebody that you can still perform and hopefully enough around it to to win. And uh, so we'll see. And hopefully Tyreek Hill can play because I got to be honest, no matter what coach says, when Tyreek's not playing, it just doesn't look the same for half of a football game.
2: Yeah, but, you know, look, man, every team is is dealing with this. We do this every year when it gets to this point in the season, the amount of injuries that everyone has. But uh, there's only one that has me really concerned, and that's Tyreek Hill. And if he can't go for some reason, how is the offense going to look? Are they going to look like that team that looked like they just couldn't move the ball, like they were lost out there? And I got to think Tyreek gets out there and plays, unless well, this if, ankle is like he can, just really, if, really bad. But if
0: he can, he will play, and he has been really durable. And his timing—it's incredible how good his timing is with Tua. Tua puts that ball over, puts air under, and puts it on the sideline. It's perfect. Throws, drops it in between safeties and corners, runs under it. It's just—they just have really good timing. And he's got to get that going with uh, Jalen Waddle a little bit better too.
2: He, I. I know we have Beasley coming up. Did you see the list of starting quarterbacks for this weekend? I did
0: last night. You got me to look. I did look.
2: Like, I just started for you. It's Easton Stick, Aiden O'Connell, Davis Mills, assuming that C.J. Stroud doesn't clear the protocol, which he probably won't, right? Yes. That was a bad one. Nick Mullins, Bailey Zappi, Mitch Trubisky, Drew Locke, Jake Browning, Joe Flacco, Tommy DeVito, Desmond Ritter, Derek Carr, Sam Howell. Baker Mayfield, Zach Wilson, Gardner Minshew, Bryce Young, Will Levis, Russell Wilson, Jared Goff, Kyler Murray, Matthew Stafford, Trevor Lawrence, Jordan Love, Justin Fields, Tua, Allen, Hurts, Mahomes, Jackson, Prescott, and Purdy. What do you name? Those are all the starting quarterbacks for Week 15.
0: Well, some of them are the the normal starters. Yes, some of them are.
2: A lot of them The ones at the end that I named are, yeah. So why'd you read me all the good ones? I just wanted to read the whole list.
0: Oh, I thought you were gonna to try to make a point and just do the well, backups Well the point and the is third that, guys. that
2: Easton Stick, Aiden O'Connell. by the way, those guys are facing off tonight. How about Easton Stick and Aiden O'Connell? You got in the Joe Flacco showdown tonight. Joe Flacco had a pretty good game. Drew Locke. <laughs> <We> got- <laughs> Tommy DeVito. Those guys
0: were player of the week. The two the two New York quarterbacks were player yeah. of the week. Offensive player of the week in the NFC and AFC.
2: I don't know who Nick Mullins is starting for. I don't even know
0: I know he was at one point with the 49ers, but I don't know. Uh, the rest of <laughs> He's just on the list No. Hey, uh, we got Adam Beasley going to join us. We'll, uh, we'll talk to Bees. Got a lot of stuff to get to with, uh, with the Bees, man. By the way, I saw the uh, NFL was also meeting to go over the hip drop and the uh, tush push or the push tush uh, trying to figure out. They think that thing's going to pass. They think the Eagles can keep it another year. I was shocked a lot of the teams going, no, let's keep it. We got to get better at it. I like it. All right. I'll tell you what else you're going to like during the holiday season. Beverly's Jewelers, man. If you're thinking about getting engaged this holiday season and you're about ready to start looking around, make sure you stop by Beverly's Jewelers. A large selection of diamond engagement rings, the whole setup for you from start to finish. They are ready to go. Something in your price range for you. Boy, they are the leader in both lab-grown and earth-grown diamonds. And, and by the way, why buy online? Know what you're getting and get it for less guarantee. Just go down the store. they got a nice big showroom down there. Nice big store for you. Very knowledgeable people and still family-owned. Jeff and Amanda and the family still over there with a really good staff of people to make sure you get exactly what you need for the holiday season. Necklaces, bracelets, earrings. Whatever it is you're looking for, and if you need some help and you're like me and have no idea what works and what doesn't work, Amanda and some of those girls over there are really good. Stay away from Jeff, though. He's not very good on the taste, bud. But, boy, I'll tell you what, he sure is good at the diamonds, man. No interest financing, free gift wrapping. Beverly's makes it easy. Shop early and avoid the crowds. Get out there. It's in Fort Lauderdale off Commercial Boulevard. Go to Beverly's. Lot of parking over there for you to have a great experience for the holiday season are offering 50 to 70% off select jewelry now through Christmas. Need some extra cash? Beverly's Gold Buyers are on site every day for immediate payment with the highest payouts. Take it from me, it's the only place I've ever gone and will ever go with Jeff and the family over there at Beverly's Jewelers. Visit Beverly's in Fort Lauderdale or online at BevJewelers.com. It really is Beverly's Jewelers.
1: Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let
0: All right, welcome back. We continue on here. I'm not sure what the traffic is now. I'm all messed up. Hey, uh, Adam Beasley from Pro Football Network joins us this morning. Bees, how you doing?
1: Yeah, I was not prepared to do this segment in Spanish, guys, so uh, I hope English is okay.
0: I've been down here forever, and my wife speaks it, and I, I need to learn, but it's a little late in the, in the party here. <laughs> hey, uh, so so i got to ask you, man. Um, how do you feel the Dolphins will bounce back after what just happened and what has been one of the the worst losses they've had in a long, long time?
1: Well, if you go and look at how they bounce back after losses this year, quite good, right? I mean, uh, every time uh, they've had a loss, and this is their fourth of the season, each of the previous three times, uh, they've come back and played pretty well uh, and gotten the win. I will say this. Those teams are a lot healthier than this team will be going into this game. Um, thankfully, they're not playing the Cowboys this week. <laughs> That's all i got to say, because if they were going to face the Cowboys with that offensive line, potentially down four starters again, um, that secondary potentially down uh, both safeties again, uh, it would be a long day. Um, the Jets are not nearly as good as the Cowboys, so I think the Dolphins have a much better chance. But emotionally you're right. I, I don't know how this is different, man. They've taken some body blows this year, but this this just feels a little bit different the way they lost on national television. And I don't think we can overstate how crushing that loss was uh for their for their playoffs. I mean, yeah, they're gonna almost like very likely still make the postseason. Uh you just look at how, you know, the divisions lining up. Um, I did a math yesterday and week eighteen win, lose, draw the next three weeks, that'll be for the the championship at worst for the Dolphins, if, you know, if they lose their next three games, the Bills win their next three games, they can still win the AFC East by winning that game. But come on, we were talking about the 1C last week, and now we're talking about, hey, what are the scenarios yeah. we need to get in?
0: Yeah, I. Uh, and, and speaking of that, do we know yet who, who's going to be able to play in this game? I know they're just kind of getting back to work today, but uh, do you feel pretty good about some of those offensive linemen coming back? And, of course, the big one is Tyreek Hill.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, we'll, we'll get a lot more information in a couple hours. Um, fortunately, I don't have Morphe at that on that at that point, at this point, I mean. But, you know, I, I think if you're going to rank them in order of likelihood of playing, um, Austin Jackson was limited yesterday. If they would have practiced, it was a simulation. They, they didn't. They were off. Um, he's going to play. Uh, Liam Eikenberg finished the game, so that's, you know, it suggests that he'll, you know, he'll be able to play. Uh, the other two question marks and I, I think Robert Hunt is the least likely of the three uh one of my colleagues in the beat saw it I didn't see it but his his leg still back of his leg still looks pretty gnarly of a pretty fresh significant hamstring injury oh boy. uh so I you know I, I don't wow. think there's a high likelihood he'll play we'll see with Armstead if he battles through or not but I um, mean I mean think about the the 180 that offensive line has done early in the season all those names playing really really well keeping two upright. Uh, and then Monday night looked like the offensive line of the last four or five years.
0: Yeah, I thought the pass protection was uh, had some problems. The run blocking was was, was okay. Hey, uh, what what did Coach say? Mostly, How, what'd you get out of his play calling, especially down in the red zone and and down close to the goal line? That he some of the calls.
1: Yeah, no, they're they've got to get better. There's no doubt about it. He has to get better. Short yardage has to get better at goal to go. Joe, here's a crazy stat. Um, they have a higher percentage of scoring touchdowns in the red zone than they do goal-to-go. So what that means is they have a higher likelihood of scoring a touchdown if they're at the 11-to-the-20-yard line than at the 1-to-the-10. How does that make sense? Make, make that make sense for me. You know, a cynic would say, well, that's because they're a finesse team. They're not, they're not a power team. They're not a bully offense, and they're not going to just shove it down their throat. And I think the numbers kind of uh, go against that, that idea. I mean, they can run the football if they want to, I just don't know why Mike McDaniel doesn't have the commitment to it. Uh, when, and and, and this will be the week. They, they ran the ball all over the Jets the first time they played them. They're down their best pass protectors. They ran the ball really well against the Titans, and, except for those last couple of drives off. Uh, last drive off the second-to-last drive, they didn't, they didn't run the ball on that last drive. But you know when they just needed a first down to, to salt the game away, um, uh, the, 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 the run game kind of disappeared a bit. Uh, but they're, they're able to run the football even with these backup offensive linemen. Do it. Do it. We've seen the stats of when is uh, under duress and how bad his numbers are compared to when he has a clean pocket. This should be for the next, until they get Teron back, until they get Robert Hunt back, this should be a run-first team, and certainly with Tyreek Hill banged up, run-first team that lives under the center, off-play action, uh, and 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 tries to get some chunk plays with Waddle and Hill okay yeah. you don't don't drop back 35 40 times with that offensive line as currently constituted that's that would be coaching malpractice you've got to run the football got to be dedicated to running the football you know we'll, we'll see yeah. unfortunately Devon uh, H hand has another injury now he he popped up with a toe which is new he was dealing with ribs last week James. certainly missed a lot of time wow. with the knee so you know, and I think he had something going on in, in training camp as well, if my memory serves. So there's, there's four different injuries now he's had in four months. That's not great. But assuming he can play, Moster can play, Jeff Wilson should be, you know, fresh as the, the morning dew because he, he didn't even see the field on offense except for a handful of plays. Run the football. Yeah. Keep your quarterback upright. Keep yourselves in the game and let your defense, which is still, you know, last two drives notwithstanding, it's still a pretty good defense. Let them do their their jobs. Uh, against the Jets' offense, it's not very good.
0: So so I guess on those last two drives uh, defensively where they had all kinds of problems trying to slow them down and and they couldn't and they scored quickly on two drives to to win that game, Uh, lack of communication and broken coverages, would you say that was a lot of it?
1: No, 100%. And lack of pass rush, too. Um, I mean, they they were unable to get pressure on the quarterback, uh, and that let let Levis sit back there and – and, and exploit those breakdowns you were talking about. Uh, not having uh, Javon Holland hurt them big time in that game, and then when Elliott went down, you were you, you, you obviously you were there. You saw it. Uh, you lived it with us. Uh, the combination of Elijah Campbell and Brandon Jones was an enormous drop off to what they had as their starters. And I wrote this yesterday. Kader Kohu had a really bad fourth quarter in that game as well. You go back and watch the film. Yeah. Uh, that 36 yard catch and run to DeAndre Hopkins. No one's going to come out and say it, but they hint strongly that you know Ramsey should have had help underneath, and the only DB that could have possibly given him help underneath is Kohu. So he you know he he bit he went he, you know he followed a receiver too you know too far across the the field, and he was completely out of position and let that happen. Kohu also gave up a touchdown. Uh, he had a interception that he could have caught. I was a tough play, obviously, but he makes that pick, the game's over Uh, a couple of breakdowns big time in that secondary that we saw in that game. Uh, And I don't know if there's an easy fix this week if they're still so injured at at that safety position.
0: Yeah, well, one thing we do know from the first Jets game and what they did again last week, this thing's about Brees Hall and Garrett Wilson heavily. Brees Hall, and I don't mean just Brees Hall running the ball, but Brees Hall, the receiver, and all those third and and long situations in the first game the Dolphins and Jets played – a lot of dump off passes to Reese Hall where he got tackled wasn't even close. Uh, they really struggled on third down in that game. Um, what's the game plan? They've done actually two things they've done really bo- well is ru- still run the ball with no matter who's blocking, and the run defense has been really good. Now we got to start worrying about a pass rush and, and covering guys.
1: Yeah, and, and they they look just fine uh, in that Commanders game without Jalen Phillips. They missed Jalen Phillips in that. And yes. that Titans lost. Yeah, uh, uh, Bradley Chubb was getting doubled. I mean, I, certainly the boneheaded play you know, could have cost them the game, it may have cost them the game. Certainly was a difference in the game. Um, but uh, he was still solid. He was doing as best as he could against double and sometimes triple teams. They need everybody else to show up. Sealer had to pick six, but how many times did he collapse the pocket? Christian Wilkins, I think he had one or two splash plays. They're going to need more of that. Yeah. Uh, Andrew Van Genkel kind of regressed to the mean a little bit in that game. We didn't see enough of it. Uh, So, yeah, I I think that pass rush, if they can't get pressure with four with those safeties that they have right now, they're not – how much are they going to blitz? How much are they going to put those safeties uh, at risk? Um, I don't know. I don't know. Um, But you're right. They do do a good job still stopping the run. They did a good job against Derrick Henry. Uh, And so that's something you could build on. Against the Jets offense to your point that likes to run the football.
0: So I gotta ask you this here real quickly. This this trying to get to this tenth win I think is huge. Ten wins usually gets you in the playoffs and gives you a chance to win the, the division, even though you got three games still left and everybody knows they're they're all gonna be difficult games. I just think this game against the Jets, and I know they're coming off a big win and the best game Zach Wilson and the Jets have had all season, but Man, this game for the Dolphins is so, so big. I don't like to rank them. This is the biggest game they've had in a couple of years. But, boy, this, this thing at home and who you're playing, there's no reason to be flat when you're playing the Jets. So that that's not going to work. Don't you feel the same way about the importance of, of this win?
1: Yeah, no, 100%. And I think they're going to be mentally ready after how they were embarrassed, uh, how that game ended. Um Couple of stats here, Joe, that should probably make your audience feel a little bit better. Yeah, we all know how good they are at home. And, you know, I know, that notwithstanding that Monday night loss, they've still they're still seventeen and three in their last twenty games at Hard Rock Stadium. Uh, and here's another fun one: they're fifteen and four under Mike McDaniel when they're favored in games. And you know, obviously Monday night was one of those four losses. But they're a team that. Beats up on bad teams, and the Jets, even after what they did to the Texans, are are a bad team, right? Oh. They were scoreless until I think the ten minute mark in the third quarter, uh, and the offense kind of just caught fire, and the Texans fell apart. But it's not like yeah, right. Zach, Zach Wilson was rolling those guys from Jump Street. I mean, it was it was kind of a flurry of scores, but it wasn't consistent scores that you were seeing out of the Jets in that game. Yeah. I think a lot of their issues still still exist. So, um, you know, they beat this Jets team, a very very similar Jets team uh in in week 18 last year at home in a must-win game and Skylar Thompson was our quarterback okay that's
0: right. good point if
1: you can't if you, if you can't do that with Tua talking about low as your quarterback you could make the argument this is a worse team than last year and I I don't think that's the
0: case no I don't either man I don't want everybody jumping off the bandwagon I I, I agree with you on that hey B's always great having you man thank you so much all right should be a fun one this weekend yeah for sure Adam Beasley pro football network uh Breaking down the Jets and the Dolphins a little bit and trying to clean and fix some things up. And then the one unknown, man, the one unknown, who's going to play? Who's going to play? Saturday night, man, your body goes, okay, man, you know, this is a big game. Can you play or not? Can you play well enough to help us win? Or are you going out there knowing you're not close enough and you're better off letting the other guy play? That's uh, that's going to be an interesting one to get to 10 wins, man. And I just have a feeling this is going to be a hell of a game. This is uh, going to be a lot closer game than what we saw last time with the uh, Dolphins and the Jets. Hey, uh, we got to go to break here. We uh, got a lot more stuff to get to here this morning as uh, as we continue on. But first, want to take a second to tell you about your South Florida Chevy dealers. Never too early in the morning to talk about a big, beautiful, comfortable, Tahoe and Suburban. Always like to start with them. You know, I always tell everybody. So last time I went to to get my car serviced, I went in, I was looking at, in the showroom, and um, I saw this nice Suburban. I go, man, that's nice. I go, oh, that's uh, already taken. The guy's picking it up tomorrow. Oh, it's beautiful Suburban, brand new. And he goes, uh, you may know the guy, Channing Crowder. So what? Damn, Channing, cake out of suburban, man. He just had to one up me on my Tahoe to that suburban, man. It was nice, so I want him to know that I sat in his uh, suburban before I did, and they are so nice. Listen, if you're looking for room, uh, they got a brand new look to them. They've added more space for those families and for your family and all the junk you like to put in the back. You just can't go wrong. Right over to a Traverse, a midsize SUV, and even a smaller SUVs, a Trailblazer, Equinox, and a Blazer. Man, uh, we're all in right now on a Tahoe and a Trailblazer. We own both of them, and God, they're nice. So fun. Silverado trucks, man. When it comes to Silverado trucks, I just tell everybody, you need a truck you can depend on that's durable. Silverado's got every kind of truck you could want from a full-time working truck. That's how you make a living. Five, six, seven days a week, it's you and that truck. We got it for you to the family truck. Still need to get the kids around? Still need that extra space? Silverado makes it perfect for you new and used with low mileage to brand spanking new. You can't go wrong with convenient locations all over South Florida. These are best overall products we've ever had. So for the holiday season, if you haven't been to your Chevy dealer for a while, you may want to stop by and see what's going on. A lot of nice, beautiful new looks, plenty of space and style for you and the whole family this holiday season. So plan on taking a test drive and falling in love at your South Florida Chevy dealer. All right, before we get back to, to some of this, uh, this football stuff, I um, you tell me tennis is dead again today. You know what this calls for, for a second straight day. Mall walking? Hate mall walking, because mm. I, I I have to listen to some of you people love to bust my balls, basketballs, about going to walk at the mall. And I, I go to Sawgrass. It's a nice, big mall. Plenty to walk, and I can actually do a little, a little shopping,
2: sorta. What about do you the hit area. there? You hit like the uh, the Adidas store. Look for more tennis shoes.
0: Yes, that's Keep good. On. You want to try to figure out? Go ahead. I go think to you would buy go the there, Nike store. Nike yes. store. Go to Dick's,
2: Sporting. Yeah, I good. bet you yeah. do. Uh, how about Under Armour? Maybe it's there too. I don't know if I'm going there. You are not, not an Under Armour guy? No, I am.
0: Of course, I wear everything. Okay. Nothing matches on me. I got Under Armour shirts, Nike pants, Adidas shoes.
2: Yeah, yeah, you do mix match, and you know that's what brands. people
0: do. Older people do that; young people don't. I don't even match colors
2: anymore. Sawgrass look out. nice, though, man. We haven't been there in a while. We went after the uh, the basketball tournament up it's there. It's a it's a big place to walk in. They're they got an ice cream place in the outdoor portion yes. of it. That's yes. supposed to be pretty good. They got something called Bear Batter.
0: They have they have uh,
2: a lot of good restaurants right. out there. A lot yeah. of good restaurants. Why don't you get a piece of cheesecake or something? Go to the Cheesecake Factory. Yeah, you a cheesecake guy. You know I am.
0: Yeah, it's not number one, but it—I've never turned it down.
2: What's your number one key lime pie? I'm not doing that. I, I don't want to get Oh no, get carrot into cake. That's I really love carrot
0: cake, story, man. I, I carrot love carrot cake. cake. Love carrot cake.
2: What do you? Well, what's like your pie number pie one though? Is it key lime pie or a carrot cake, or does it depend on your mood? Yeah, can go either Car- way.
0: Matter of fact, yeah, yeah, I like them. Bo- I, I, I like them both a lot, and I, I like my sister-in-law's pumpkin pie. But that, I maybe that's just kind of during the holiday season. I, I I don't know. I don't know about that. Hey, can I just say this too? Uh, last night, man, the culture was never better than it was. It was such a culture win for the Heat last night. They're shorthanded. Everybody knows Bam's been out with the hip and Tyler's been out with a sprained ankle. I guess he's close to – I'm guessing they're both going to be close to coming back here. Last night, it just – Duncan Robinson's story is fantastic. I, I, I got to start with the Duncan Robinson story. Before you get to some of the other guys at Kane and Bryant, Hawkeyes, again, has uh, just been outstanding rookie. Just so good. He's like he's played the game. He's like he's been in the league for like four years. Smart. Uh, just Just a really good first-round pick. Just a really good player so far, man. And you get it from a bunch of guys to the point last night. And I'll throw some numbers at you. And, of course, uh, Kyle Lowry didn't have to play a lot of minutes, but it had a real efficient game. 17 points, four for four on threes, and didn't have to play big minutes last night. The bench, you want to talk about. So you got all these guys out, so that means some of these guys got to start more. The bench, 45-13, outscores the Hornets last night. I thought the most impressive stat, was offensive rebounds seventeen to four on offensive rebounds. A lot of that is just pure friggin' hustle, whatever that is. Like I want to play well so I can get more minutes next game and show before all these guys come back. That's how I feel. And uh, they're up ninety-one seventy to the point in at the end of the third quarter. That Spo goes. You know what, Jimmy, you're out for the game. We're gonna let Martin and Kane and Robinson Bryant. And Hawkins play a lot of
2: basketball. It was just really, really a lot of good stuff last night. And um, it's kind of incredible how bad some of these teams are. By the way, like Charlotte, they're bad every year. Yeah, they're. It really is amazing. You see why MJ got out of there, huh?
0: He got a lot of money. Got a lot of money.
2: You there. just can't. That that's one that I don't think you can you can possibly win with. So can I say this, and it's nothing against MJ, because
0: I'm sure when he bought that team, he thought. It's my team. Now everybody's going to want to come to mm-hmm. to Charlotte and play. I'm guessing a lot of top free agents through the years. I used to say this about Sacramento, and Sacramento's got a nice basketball team, although they drafted some of those guys that, that have helped make that team so good. They are pretty good, the Kings. No, they got a good team. It's got to be very exciting
2: for your hometown.
0: Very excited. Uh, we call it the Sacramento Valley. It's not just the city. It's does the does the valley
2: area, are they Kings fans too? No, no, no. They're, they're Golden. That's all Golden State. Milpenas Warriors country. No, no, okay. no, no. The whole Bay Area, both sides. Okay.
0: So one thing they agree on is uh, their basketball team. But they
2: have no more football matter and matter no fact, more baseball, ba- right? So the
0: basketball team went from one side of the Bay. They used to play next to the Coliseum, jumped over to that beautiful new building they they play on on the water now by where the San Francisco Giants play. I'm giving you a little history. Do they that. root
2: for the Vegas teams or do they like, hate them? Because they're upset that they left. That's a great question. Uh, like when you like, if one of our teams left, I'd root for them to lose every game they play. So they do
0: that with the Chargers. The Chargers lost a lot of their fan base in San Diego. Yes, I've they, noticed. They quit going,
2: <laughs> but
0: a lot of Oakland fans and LA Raider fans, because they've they've jumped a couple of times, they travel to those games. Mm. They they still go to a couple games. You know, Vegas is
2: it's a still, quick drive, right? I
0: don't know how far that is. That's a great good question. I've never. I've never done that. I have flown from Vegas to the Bay Area. It's not bad at all. Anyway, I uh, wanted to get to that. And, uh, and of course, the uh, Miami Dolphins getting ready for um, for a big bounce back. And, listen, if they play like they can, they should win this game. But, boy, uh, there's definitely a couple of days of sting when you lose the way they lost that game. That was a really good Really bad loss. I don't need to tell you that on a Thursday that uh, you look back and it's still like I, I don't know how that happened. I mean, you get handed. Two You're touchdowns. bumming us
2: out, man. I know. I'm You're done. Bumming us out. I'm done. We got to lift people up. Let's give away some heat tickets. Okay, I like that. Yeah, what that are you gonna was, do? I don't know why you you had to revisit the loss again. By the way, it's raining behind you pretty good. It looks like. I always like. And you. Well, that's your, because you brought up the Monday night. You hear night, your voice, though? You brought up the Monday night football loss. And I'm talking raining about bouncing behind back. You. Jerky. It started raining behind you. All right. Uh, we got two tickets for the Heat game on December 18th against the Timberwolves, who apparently are the best team in the Western Conference. So, can I say this? We're taking caller number six. You want to know why
0: again today? Because I'm such a big Duncan Robinson fan.
2: Because he had six threes.
0: There you go. God, you're smart. Mm. Right on top of this. Right on top of this three. By the way, they hit 50% of their threes last night. And they haven't been taking as many. Doesn't seem Just like. Just they- got to
2: that over, by the way. That was sweet. Okay. All right. They had a free $10 NBA parlay on the, uh, the app last <laughs> night. <laughs> they did. You are something else. You
0: are you are
2: something else. We need so, a heat money line in the over. All
0: right. They're all lit up. Are you happy? I Call- see that. Caller number Six. And when you answer, go, I love Duncan. Just say, I love Duncan. You don't have to
2: do that, but I'll take color. Research.
0: All right. So, well, we can have love. Love's love, nothing wrong with a little love down here, too, now. You know, it's not, not a bad thing. Hey, I got to tell you, one thing that's not good is ED, erectile dysfunction. If you're dealing with it, I want you to get rid of it. I've dealt with that, and I'm just going to tell you, every guy out there, if they were to all be honest, it happens to some guys in their 40s, some in their 50s, some in their 60s, definitely in your 70s and 80s. And I just want to say this. Instead of saying, well, it's over, honey. We're just going to be friends now. And, hey, it doesn't have to be like that. And if you like to get your sex life back and that little pill you've been taking forever is just not working, you're getting headaches from it and everything else, you've lost your confidence, your self-esteem. And let's be honest. You can't go around telling all your buddies, hey, I got ED. Hey, how you doing? I got ED. They're going, ah, oh, come on, man, because every guy lies. Oh, I don't have it. Okay, all right. Well, listen, go to Atlantic Men's Clinic, whether you have it or not. Whatever you want to tell me is fine. You got six locations, and you can get that strong sex life back fast. This is what they do at Atlantic Men's Clinic, ED and low T. They rhyme, and they know how to fix it. Man, I'm telling you right now, get rid of that lack of confidence and that low self-esteem and always apologizing to your partner. You don't have to. Not with Atlantic Men's Clinic Treatments. They will get you taken care of. Matter of fact, their treatments have success rates well over 90%. They'll sit down with you and help you get it figured out. And you have a location close to you. I go to the plantation one. They have six of them all over South Florida. Uh, you, here's how it works. Schedule consultation with Atlantic Men's Clinic today. Your initial visit includes a medical consultation with a Florida licensed medical provider, a T and a PSA test, and if medically advised test dose. Mention My name, Joe Rose, that I sent you, and your initial consultation is free. Joe Rose said he's got this, and uh, I just want to get a check. Yes, I do. You know, it's just a fact. Call him today, 877-455-7300, 877-455-7300, or visit AtlanticMensClinic.com. Hey, during the holiday season, what a great time to kick away ED and start getting that sex life back again.